Bandwidth for This Week in Photography is brought to you by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. So we're here at Fujifilm, and, and at CES, the word everywhere, of course, was talking about 3D TV. And you're wondering, why do you need 3D TV? And, and, and the idea is that if you, don't, if you can't do something at home, yeah, it, might, it may or may not be really that useful. Well, Fujifilm really has a great answer for that. So this is the uh, real 3D. This is, this is, if I pop it open here, what you're seeing here is two 10 megapixel images. So this is actually uh, two images here, and so you're getting two 10 megapixel images. These are put into their own wrapper. So there's still two whole images being shot by this camera ocular distance, so they're the, cor the correct distance for 3D, and, um, and what you actually are able to do is combine these into 3D images here or 3D images, images here. So this is actually, be, that's designed to be used without, uh, without any kind of eyeglasses, but of course you can use these with any format. The important thing is the camera's not combining them on its on the fly. There's not some format that it's, that it's uh, trying to make sure that it's compatible with. That's the big problem we have right now is there's no standards. We don't have to worry about that. This is taking two whole images, it can be converted to whatever the dead end is that is required further down the road, whether it be a film dead end or a, uh, or, a, or a TV or this little piece or your computer screen. All of those are possible because it's still keeping the images whole uh, in their own little wrapper. So it's a pretty slick little thing. This is $599. It shoots 640 by 480, same thing. So it's got two videos that are then being combined back into it. And it's, I have to say, it's very impressive. I, you know, a lot of the 3D I've not been impressed with. Uh, looking at the 3D, I know you can't see it, but um, looking at the 3D here, uh, it is it is some of the most impressive 3D that I've seen shot with this little camera. And um, you know, I there's so many cameras, and we're we're just getting started here. But it is uh, it is a great little camera. Uh, we saw this and we covered it last year as a proof of concept. It's now shipping, and um, I would highly suggest taking a look at it if 3D is part of your future. Once again, it's the it's it's called the the Fine Picks Real 3D from Fujifilm. So last year at PMA, of course, a lot of what we were talking about was the G1, and when the GH1 was still on its way. Now this is the this is the GH1 here, and and I think we've we've already covered this a little bit. You've got uh, on top of the G1, of course, you've got HD, you've got 1080p, you've got 720p, you've got a lot of those pieces that are, uh, and, and you've got an articulated uh, LCD in the back. So a lot of those things were added on uh, and made this a great little uh, four thirds camera. Now one of the things that's new uh, today, or new new this new newer uh, as we look at it here in PMA, is the G. One. So now what this is, is it's kind of a, a smaller version of what we saw here. Now you don't have 1080p, but you do have 720p at 60 frames a second progressive scan. Um, you also have, uh, it's, a, it's a smaller form factor. You, can, you don't have a viewfinder built in. You have a viewfinder here on the top. It does have a flash. Uh, it does do uh, continuous autofocus in the, in the video, which is something that is an unusual uh, in these kind of cameras. Smaller form factor. So you, you might like something like like the interchangeable lenses, might like a lot of those pieces, but you don't want it to be quite so big. Uh, so this is a little bit, little bit easier uh, on your pocket size. Uh, it's also easier on your pocket book. This is $899 instead of the $1499. So a, uh, a great um, new addition to the Lumix uh, G line and uh, definitely worth uh, checking out. Once again, this is the GF1. 
So we're here at the Sony booth, and uh, there's something we talked about last year, and, and I just want to show the update because it's it's kind of exciting. So what you have here is the intelligent panorama feature. So what this does, or it's intelligent sweep panorama, and uh, and what this does is I can simply take my camera, and I can simply just press the button down, and then I can just pan like this all the way across, and it's going to build a panorama that fast. I mean, it is instant, and it is seamless, and it is perfect. And what it's doing is it's taking a whole slew of up to 100 photos, just all the way across. As you're sweeping, it does it for you. You don't have to figure out, like, I got to take a picture, and then how far do I take a picture over here, and how far do I take a picture over here? You don't have to do any of that. All you have to do is simply just kind of pan across and just sweep across, and it's going to figure all that stuff out. And what it gives you is something that's up to about 7K wide and 1080 high. And so uh, it gives you this nice long panorama that, that, you, can, that you can shoot uh, without any, you know, fuss, no muss. It's, it's, just, it's just a piece of cake. And what was interesting is it was only in a handful of cameras last year. Now it's in all the cyber shots up above about $200. And so it is a, it's a feature that Sony is rolling out across all these still cameras or most of their still cameras. And it's just a great little feature and we'd love to see it in more uh, companies. I'm sure there's some kind of crazy patent that doesn't let anyone else do it because it's darn cool. Now I know that we're talking about still cameras, but we're in the Sony booth and I saw a video camera that I kind of want to show you. Okay, so I just had to show this to you. It's, it's, it's close to a pro camera, and I know we're still, you know, we're doing stills, but I just got to show you this. So, so check this out. This is the AX2000. Now, this looks a lot like the camera we're actually shooting with. So what we have that we're shooting with behind you here is a EX1. That's what we love. We've got a couple of those. We've got some EX3s. This is when you don't have quite the money that you want to spend on the EX1, which is about six grand, $5,500 or so. This is about $3,500, and... Uh, and, and it's got a couple interesting features here. So, uh, so it's got a lot of the, the controls that you'd want to do uh, basically kind of low-budget ENG kind of, kind of shooting. Um, one nice thing about this is that you have a, you're able to put SD cards in here. So we have to deal with, with these, uh, you know, these S by S cards, which we still put SD cards inside of. Uh, but this is just straight SD. I love the direction that Sony's going with this. I hope they keep on going with it because it makes a lot more sense than proprietary uh, memory, which I'm sure made sense at some point in time, but doesn't make sense anymore. So, uh, so what you have is SD cards going in here. Of course, you've got, you know, HDMI out, which is going to be great. Uh, now, it's, it, this is recording in AV. CHD, so uh, it's 24 uh, megabits per second, so it's as much as you can get out of the AVCHD uh, format. Not quite as high as the uh, as your S by S cards are going to pull in um, uh, on your on your EX1, but getting pretty close and generally close enough if this is the kind of camera you're getting. A couple things it doesn't have. Um, one of the things that it's missing here for us is this is a kind of an infinite uh, focus. And it makes sense uh, for a lower budget piece here, but if you're hooking anything to it, if you want to do anything that's a little bit more pro, you want that focus to stop. On the EX1 that we have here that we're shooting with, it'll stop if you go all the way there, and it'll stop when you come all the way down, or you can unlock it. Uh, but having that choice is, is pretty important to us. Uh, you don't have the exposed, uh, because these are infinite, you don't have any numbers, and so you don't, because you don't need them because it's all relative. You know, it's just when you grab it, it's just making it more focused or less focused. And so um, a little bit of a, a bummer there. Um, um, but overall, if you're looking for something, then you're a little bit more price conscious. We we have basically been telling people that there's a no man's land between $1,500 and, and $5,500. There's nothing that we really like. Um, and, and we have to do some tests. We're going to have to throw this in front of us, some charts, and, and see what's going on. But we think that this might be a very viable uh, you know, camera right smack in the middle of that.